Welcome to Ashes with Ash, the podcast bringing you audio stories from your cigar aficionado community around the world. Join me on this adventure to seek out the most incredible stories from our cigar lounge friends, owners, and customers. Let's tap into these stories with a little smoke and ash. Welcome back to another episode of Out of All right, welcome to Ashes with Ash. How are we doing today? Looks like you're outside. Are you freezing? Uh, I'm actually pretty comfortable right now. It's a nice 35 degree smoke day. So, Woo. that's crazy. Where do you live again? Uh, I'm in Brewster, so I'm in Putnam County. Um, I'm about an hour and 15 minutes north of the city. Okay, great. Is there any snow um, there? So right, right up, right up on the Connecticut line. No snow yet. No snow here. Gotcha. Um, we've gotten a little bit, but nothing, uh, nothing that's stuck or that's, that's hung around. So yeah, right. <laughs> well, that's good. That's good. So what are you smoking right now? So you got a cigar. So I'm smoking the uh, Don Pepin Blue. Don Pepin Garcia Original Blue. Um, It's one of my favorite smokes. Um, I love most of what Don Pepin does. Um, But my father line, the original line, um, all all great smokes. Yep. Totally, yeah. So describe your first experience smoking a cigar what attracted you to cigar smoking and what are some small details that you remember sure i got into cigar smoking in college uh my mentor who i played a lot of golf with at the time was a big cigar smoker um and he got me into it on the golf course um they were shorter macanudo cigars um they were really light um they were a really easy smoke um and it was something we could bond over while talking business and playing golf and that's been a consistent theme for me for cigars is the social aspect while playing golf or you know while sitting in a cigar bar um that social aspect that has continued for me yeah so you did have a mentor that helped you start what's like one thing the most important thing they taught you about smoking cigars like did he teach you any tips and tricks that you still use today uh definitely the way i cut a cigar i keep a thin cut um, which was something that he that he taught me. Um, he varied between the punch and the and a thin cut, and I I could never get into the punch, um, but I, I I do keep a thin cut. Um, he was the one who gradually progressed with me to more medium body and full body cigars. Um, so I kind of always had a always had a partner walking me through it and um, experimenting, and uh, so it, those are definitely the things that I that I keep with me. Um, also, the way I light a cigar tends to tends to still be in that same form and fashion. Um, I tend to light it first and then uh, before I put it in my mouth and then I continue uh, to light it afterwards um, so that I get a nice even burn. Yeah, same here. I do the same thing. So how did you find your flavor profile? So you started really light and now you like like the Don Pepin. You went to darker. What, what was the, do you remember the cigar that kind of made you realize you like a little bit more bold flavor? Oliva's. Oh, yes. uh, Oliva's allowed me to transition very well from um, some some lighter stuff, um, some Connecticut wrappers, um, into a darker cigar. 
Um, and now the Oliva Milano V is one of my, um, is still one of my most consistent and all time favorite smokes. Definitely. So you like a Nicaraguan tobacco? Are there any other tobaccos that you look for, like wrappers or fillers, binder? Uh, no, I I tend to I tend to try try a lot of things and go by flavor profile, um, because much like beer, you know, uh, some they, they things can have the same IBUs or the same hops, but the flavor profiles can be very different. Um, so I tend to, to experiment and try a lot of different things. I am brand loyal, so I do tend to to find a brand I like and, and smoke through a lot of their different options. That's nice. um, and that's that tends to be a, a good place of experimentation for me. Yeah, for sure. Do you have a humidor at home? I do. It's a small 25-stick 25, 25 humidor. Um, I keep it really easy. I use Boveda packs in order to uh, in order to keep the, temp- the humidity perfect. Um, it's so easy. Not, I'm not a scientist, so I'm not going to start messing with distilled water and um, hygrometers and all the other all the other good stuff. I feel you. The Boveda packs make it so much easier. It just kind of does it for you. It's really nice. <laughs> As long as I remember to change them out, um, exactly. we end up in a really good spot. Yeah. Now, do you do you have like cigar bars, cigar lounges around you? Uh, so there is one in Danbury, um, about ten minutes from my house, Danbury, Connecticut, called Cigar Republic, oh, nice. um, which will do day passes. Um, I love going into the city to smoke. Yeah. Um, you mentioned on your best places in New York City to smoke podcast. Um, one of my favorite spots, Merchants. Yes. Um, I've spent more than more than a couple of nights um, in Merchants. Some of the, <laughs> some of my favorite nights in the city um, have been at Merchants. Um, I've been asked to be in weddings, be a best man um, in Merchants, and nice. then you know had more than one night where I make the twenty block sprint to Grand Central to try and catch a last train. Oh my um, gosh! <laughs> oh yeah, I've had nights at Merchants where I just became friends with the bartender. We've been there till like six a.m. I'm like, what are we? doing the next day i've smoked way too many cigars my throat hurts i'm like how did we like when you're in that environment in such a cool environment you're smoking cigars like you don't even realize how much you're smoking or how late it is like it's such a fun place the booze gets going the cigars are good and uh next thing you know all hell has broken loose and that's that's exactly (laughs) how it's the next day yeah exactly Oh man. So you mentioned you like to tour a lot of craft breweries and distilleries. What's your favorite one that you've been to? Uh, I have a lot of favorites. I'm lucky. I live in an area that has a lot of craft breweries. Oh yeah. Um, and so part of what my wife and I like to do is, is hike and visit a brewery. Um, our hikes normally center on also finding a brewery. Um, we always carry beers to the top of whatever hike we do. So we can have we can have a exactly we can have a summit beer. Um, Some of the some of my most favorite are Big Slide, um, which is up in Lake Placid. Um, They're a great one. I'm currently drinking um, something from Industrial Arts called Torque Wrench. Industrial Arts is right over is up here in Putnam County. It's right in it's right in Fishkill on the Fishkill Beacon Line. So they're one of my favorites that I always go to. Um, And then Newberg Brewing. Um, there, they do great, a great line of all sorts of things, including sours. Those are my, those are probably my tops. Nice. You know, I love sours. Like I like to do a flight of sours, but I've never been able to like get into drinking a full one. Like I like to taste them, <laughs> but like, that's a lot. <laughs> what For me, like- sours are a summer beer. Oh, really? So I, I, te- I tend to, I tend to go lighter, little, you know, more sour in the, in the summer. Um, I tend to go darker or heavier. 
um, in the winter. Um, yeah, kind of how sense. I do bourbon as well. Right. <laughs> um, bourbon is a winter drink for me. Um, Taconic distilleries, um, generally right up here also by us. So that's one of my favorite distilleries as well. Ooh, nice. Do any of those places like uh, either allow cigar smoking or do they have any little humidors that you can buy cigars there? They don't. Um, but the outdoor patio places like industrial arts um, make for a nice ability to kind of mix and match. Um, sit outside a um, little bit of a lawn area so you can't have a cigar um, okay. that'll then pair with a beer. So Yeah. How do you like to pair your cigars? Do you have any specific way or do you just kind of wing it? <laughs> uh, I tend to wing it. I do too. Um, if, uh, <laughs> I'll generally experiment with one or the other. If I'm experimenting with a cigar, I'll go with a beer I like. If I'm experimenting with a beer, I, I, I tend to go with a cigar I like. Um, this way, I, I, I take as many variables out of play, and I can then figure out whether or not I like the beer I'm experimenting with or like the cigar I'm experimenting Yeah, exactly. It's a good idea. Oh, sorry. I just had a pop-up. I'm awesome. I had a dream last night that my uh, my audio didn't work. Like, I recorded the whole thing, and then you couldn't hear me the whole time, so I'm, like, all paranoid <laughs> about that now. <laughs> oh. So, I had a dream that I was sitting out here in the snow, so oh my we're God. all... <laughs> That's kind of funny, because it snowed here. I'm in Virginia right now, and it snowed here. Okay. It's a little bit, but... <laughs> uh, so, you're in New York. Did you hear about the freaking 95% tobacco tax they're trying to put in New York? I did not. Isn't that insane? What would you do? <laughs> I'm shopping Connecticut 10, feet, 10 minutes from my house. Yes, that's <laughs> perfect. Thank God you live next to Connecticut. And <laughs> well, and that's the nice thing about being in New York. You're, you're generally not that far from some other state border. So, right. Oh <laughs> you get gosh. a chance. Uh, much like gambling used to be, you, know, yeah, you can go right. someplace else. But a 95% tax on cigars um, would, do, would put a major dent in cigar retailers and the already shrinking cigar bar industry. Um, there's not that many places left that um, still do a really nice lounge or still give you the opportunity to to enjoy a nice cigar. So I think it would do a, a real damage to um, the industry in New York. Exactly. And just the community, too. I mean, ugh, that's crazy. So yeah. what do you what do you do for a living? Can you give a quick overview of what sure. you do professionally and why you do it? Sure. I'm a personal trainer by trade. Um, nice. I'm the lead trainer and founder of what's called functional fitness Jackman.com. I focus on, um, training golfers, for oh. mostly week, mostly weekend golfers, uh, guys that want to hit the ball further and look better doing it. Right. Um, I've been in fitness for about 15 years. So as a personal trainer, it's, um, that's really been my passion, really felt really, really where I found myself. Yeah. How'd you get into that? What made you want to be a trainer? Uh, I started in fitness and uh, just on the regular gym management side. Um, I got a chance to work with some great personal trainers and saw the impact that they were able to have on their clients. Right. And I wanted to make the transition and be able to have that same impact. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. I often get asked how cigars and beer translate into being a personal trainer. Right. And how I, how I, you know, how I'm able to coach my clients. Um, while also enjoying some of the stuff that, um, that is considered a no-no in the fitness world. Right. Um, and for me, it's about moderation. It's about 
you know, I train so that I can enjoy the finer things that I like in life. I, can, I train so that at the top of my hike, which I didn't die doing, I'm able to enjoy the beer um, or enjoy my cigar exactly. and able to uh, to continue to do those things in moderation because I train and because I work out. Exactly. That's amazing. So you like hiking and beer. Are there any places that you really want to visit to go hiking that you haven't been before? Uh, one of the big ones on our list is Ledworth State Park, which is up by Buffalo. Okay. Uh, the waterfalls are incredible. The hiking is is awesome. Upstate New York really offers some great hiking. Yeah. Um, we did Lake Placid, Whiteface, and uh, Plattsburgh last year, which had Osable Chasm, which is one of the best hikes in New York City, or in New York State, excuse me. It's got a high ropes course, so we've done some great stuff there. Less, so Ledworth is on our list. Then I'd like to get out to Colorado again. Uh, we were out there once, and I'd like to like to get a little hiking in Colorado. Yeah. Are there any uh, breweries or distilleries that would be near your hike there? Do you know yet? Have you done the research? <laughs> I haven't done the research. I haven't done the research on that yet. Um, we focused on the hike, and um, I'll figure out the breweries as, as as we go along. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I I went to Colorado a few years ago, and. When you drink there, the altitude is so high, it messes you up so fast. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that same beer that you're normally drinking or that same bourbon that doesn't that doesn't affect you as much at home all right. of a sudden makes a big difference. Yes, and my friend's brother was the head distiller of Breckenridge Distillery, so we got to take a tour of that. And it's like we did, like, a couple of tastings, but I'm like, I don't remember leaving. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> He's like, yeah, you're on the top of a mountain, so that's probably why. <laughs> Absolutely. That altitude definitely hits different. Yeah, seriously. Are there any breweries and distilleries around the world that you really want to visit? Uh, I would love to do uh, the Jameson tour in Ireland. Gosh, yes. Um, Breckenridge is supposed to be incredible, um, so I would love to do Breckenridge as well. Totally. Um, and then I'd like to get into Kentucky. And get a chance to do some some of the larger ones, um, and actually get a chance to 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 go back to the home of bourbon, and uh, and get a chance to see where a lot of the major brands actually brew. Yeah. So do you have like? Does your wife smoke cigars with you? He does. Um, not as many as I do. Yeah. Um, but he he does enjoy a cigar by the fire. He likes um, shorter nub the nub cigars, Ooh, um, yeah. specifically the ones that are that are coffee flavored. Um, the espresso and the cappuccino for her. Um, it just enables us to have something that we do together. Yeah. Out by the fire. Um, and it's got a little, a nice little flavor profile and it's not, it's not a real long cigar. So she doesn't have to fight through it. Exactly. Yeah. That's perfect. I know they make the perfect little size and just a little bit of flavor. Those are great. Do you have, yeah, like, they, had, they had something to it. Yeah. Do you have like a lot of friends that smoke cigars or do you have any, friends who aren't cigar smokers that understand the cigar culture anyways, that kind of accept it or they don't. I do. Um, my best friend and I, um, he, even though we've lived in different parts of the country, we've kind of gotten into the similar, similar things at the same time. Um, so we do have a little, a little group of us that really enjoy a nice cigar. Um, and to go along with that, his two brothers are not cigar smokers, but have been around the cigar culture um, and really enjoy being out with us in a cigar bar, even though they're not partaking. Um, so it, nice. it kind of blends the two cultures very nicely together. Yes, I love that. That's so cool. 
Do you prefer? For me, smoking has always been a social thing. So I like to bring as many people as we can bring together, whether or not you're smoking a cigar or not, um, is always something that I really enjoy. I really like being around people that are having a good time or that are engaging in great conversation. So cigar smoking tends to bring that out. And it's one of the things I really like about the subculture. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. It's like the most important thing to me. Like there's of course cigars that I like that I prefer, but really it's who am I with? That's how I'm going to enjoy my cigar. (laughs) Yeah. Do you prefer smoking inside or outside? I prefer outside. Yeah. Even on a day like today where it's 35 degree weather, I got a little patch of sunshine and I'm perfectly content. I content sitting on my porch and enjoying a nice cigar. It's February 2nd. The groundhog says we're going to have six more weeks of winter. And all, but all I get to do is enjoy this cigar. So the outside for me is perfect. Whether it's on a hike or on the golf course, I tend to be, I tend to be an outside smoker. Yeah. Yeah. I feel that. Do you, uh, do you ever notice like a difference in taste? Like when you're in a cigar lounge or inside versus smoking outside, like do you have your favorite cigar that tastes different? in different environments? I do. Um, and I think it's the fact that other people are also smoking and I'm getting the, the scent of other cigars. Uh, so those mixing scents, I think, tend to change the, the flavor profile. Um, totally. So that is definitely one of the more interesting aspects of smoking inside is you're getting everybody else's. So you're getting something light, you know, a Connecticut or a Cameroon wrapper that really has a much different flavor profile than the Nicaraguan that I'm smoking that might be um, darker or heavier and it kind of mixes together nicely so it does create a nice change when you're smoking inside yes i agree do you have a favorite like a lounge that you want to visit have you heard of any like cool lounges around the world that you really want to check out miami is supposed to have a couple of, of really nice ones yeah. um specifically in little havana that i would look that i would love to try um for me i because it's a so, so cigar smoking is such a social thing. Um, I haven't explored or added any cigar lounges to my, to my bucket list. Yeah. Um, but that's definitely something I know Miami is supposed to have a couple that I would really like to try. Oh my gosh. Yeah. If Florida in general, like, just the craziest places. My gosh. <laughs> um, if you could smoke. Well, and when you add the Cuban culture to, exactly. to it, I mean, it just, it fits in perfectly. You get the Cuban food to pair with your Cuban cigar. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Do you ever like to pair food with cigars? I do. I love steak and cigar. Definitely. Um, that's, um, I love a coffee rubbed steak mm. to pair with a cigar specifically. Um, yeah. I'll, I will rub a steak with coffee. Um, some people struggle to both eat and smoke a cigar at the same time. Yeah. Um, I, fi- I find the, flavor, the flavors tend to mix really well. Yes. Um, so they cre- it kind of adds something to my cigar smoking experience. Yeah, I agree. Have you had the steak at Merchants? I have not. You gotta have it. It's the <laughs> best steak ever. Oh my god, I think about it all the time. It's so good. <laughs> <laughs> um, when they reopened and revamped, it, it was a really you know they did a really great job on on kind of their reopening and rebranding. So it's, it's a really nice spot. Yeah, definitely. If you could smoke with anyone in the world, dead or alive, who would it be? Uh, probably Winston Churchill. Totally. That was a man who really loved a good cigar. Yes. Um, was Would also be a fantastic storyteller. 
Oh my gosh. Um, yes. I wouldn't have to carry the conversation as much. That's for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like he would really definitely be an interesting character to, to, and a giant personality to enjoy a cigar. With. Yeah. I've always been curious about him to see how many cigars he would smoke in one conversation and how fast he would smoke <laughs> them. Like, would he just like relight it with one other still in his mouth? I feel like he would. Right. I feel like he's, I feel like he, he would smoke cigars the way the last of people smoke cigarettes. Just rip through, yes. rip, ripping through them. <laughs> back, back, back. <laughs> oh, so when you go to a cigar lounge, what's like the first thing you look for? Like, what makes you want to stay for a smoke versus being like, oh, I'm just going to take this to go, anyways? Definitely the atmosphere. Um, for me, I love a big comfy armchair. So yes. if I can find, if I can find, if I can find a nice couch or a big comfy armchair, I'm going to be, I'm definitely going to be happy. Um, I like a place that has, that tends to have a lot of people in it or a good number of people in it. Yeah. Um, I don't really want a, a lounge or, or a cigar bar that I kind of have to myself. I want that because it's that social aspect. I want to, I want to feel the buzz. I want to hear other people having conversations. I want to hear other people really enjoying uh, what, what I'm there to enjoy. Yes. So I, I definitely want a spot that has a lot of different things going on. Um, if we can have a little live music, that's always a plus. Oh yeah, love that. Um, and then I like some place that has that has a that has a fine selection of stuff to drink uh, with my with my cigar. Yes, so important. Ah, I love a good cigar lounge. It's just a lounge, like every once in a while. But then, like maybe for the daytime, I like a lounge. But at night, I want a cigar bar. <laughs> I need a, a drink and food with my cigar. <laughs> I agree. If I'm if I'm going to be, you know, in the middle of the day on a Saturday and there's a game on, um, then I'm perfectly content in, in something like a lounge. Um, you know, a couple of guys watching watching the game, smoking a cigar. Um, we're lucky I have that in Danbury. Um, but like you said, at night if I'm out for a cigar, I want the energy that goes along with that. Exactly. Yeah, I feel the same way. So, you know, a lot of people enjoy smoking cigars at events such as like weddings, corporate events, bachelor parties, you know, of these events, like what's your favorite event to enjoy a cigar at? Like you're excited to share a cigar with someone to celebrate something. Probably a bachelor party. Oh, yeah. I've smoked cigars at weddings. Um, The problem is it takes you away from the wedding for a very long time. That's true. Yeah. Right. And with a wedding, you're there to celebrate the couple. And I'm... I like to have, I like to dance if I get enough beer in me. Nice. Um, and so, um, I know I like to be a part of the atmosphere of the wedding. So cigar smoking for me, um, does take you away from the wedding a little too much. Um, but a bachelor party, um, a retirement party, um, birthday parties, stuff of that nature where I can get away from the actual party, but still be a part of the event, still celebrating. I'm still having that conversation. Uh, those are the best times for me to be social and enjoy the cigar. Yes. If you were in charge of bringing the cigar to celebrate the event, what cigar would you bring? Ooh, that's a good question because you're trying to take into account a lot of different personalities. Right. right? So it depends it depends on the group. If I know if I know I've got guys that tend to smoke a lot of cigars or that have a flavor profile one way, where I'm going to have guys that maybe have one cigar every two years. True, uh, it yeah. definitely changes things. Um, I would generally choose something a little bit lighter. Um, a Rocky Patel or a Monte Cristo, um, the Connecticut wrapper, something that um, is a little longer because we're going to be social. 
exactly. Um, so I would like it, I like a Churchill size, um, and something that a lot of different people are going to be able to enjoy. Right, right. Is that kind of the same thing that you would suggest to a new smoker that someone that hasn't smoked before? Or do you have a different cigar in mind for that? Yeah, I would, that's exactly how I would say to get started. Yeah. Is sure. something really thin, light, um, has a nice flavor, flavor profile, um, but it's not going to be overwhelming. Um, the last thing you want for somebody who's just starting out is for them to still feel the cigar two or three days later. Exactly. We've all, we've all woken up, like, yeah, <laughs> we've all woken up a couple of days, you know, two days later going, I still taste that. Ugh. Um, and we have that, ten- that, that has a tendency to turn somebody off. Um, right. and so we want, I want as many people as possible to be, to be brought in and to want to come back to something that I enjoy. So definitely something with a Connecticut wrapper is, is where I would suggest to start. Yeah, totally. Awesome. All right. Well, what is one last thing that you haven't mentioned that, that you'd like everyone to know about your love for cigars? Ooh, uh, I think the fact that we can get, a, we can get a lot of people, a lot of different personalities around one cigar table yes. and it has the ability to create unbelievable conversation that you may not have expected previously. Right. And so it's very different than other types of smoking cigarettes or, or pipe, even pipe tobacco. It really does have a community feel to it and does have the opportunity to bring a lot of people together. So it's definitely something that I would, I would hope people would give a shot. Um, enjoy it with friends, try it and find something that you really like. Um, and even if it's just on a social aspect or every once in a while, I think it's something that can definitely enhance the conversation. Yeah, definitely. Or even if you want a moment of solitude, find yourself a little smoke and sit by yourself. You're overlooking some mountains right now. I hear you have a great view, right? Yep. And that's, that's, that's the opposite side. Um, is if you are looking for that peace and quiet, if you are looking for something, um, to get you away, to maybe find that, find, find a moment, um, just to clear your head or sit with your own thoughts. My wife and I are lucky enough to have a place in the Adirondacks. So to be able to sit out by the fire, um, look at the lake and spend the evening just together, um, or even by myself if she's gone to bed, um, and just that peace and quiet, that solitude, um, nothing but me and whatever animals tend to be out, <laughs> tend to be out yeah. late at night on the lake, um, by the fire is a really nice way to spend it. That's awesome. Well, great. Do you have any like social media where people can follow you that you want to mention? Yep. You can follow me on, uh, functional fitness faction on Instagram at functional fitness faction. Um, and you can also check out the website, functional fitness faction.com, um, blog, uh, lifestyle posts, as well as, um, cigar and beer recommendations. Um, and then the personal training side as well are all up on there. Amazing. Well, perfect. This has been great. Thank you so much for jumping on with me and having a smoke with me. I hope you. I appreciate you having a conversation with me. Yes, it's been so fun. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you again, Mike. Everyone, be sure you're following Functional Fitness Faction. Functional Fitness Faction. Say that three times fast. (laughs) Follow them for great fitness tips and also follow Mike's many adventures. Thanks again for listening, everyone. I'll talk to you soon.
If you want to support the Ashes with Ash podcast and help grow this community through storytelling, go to www.anchor.fm slash ashes with ash slash support.